Hello and welcome back to the Lifestyle Rich podcast. So I'm Bianca and I created Lifestyle Rich and today's podcast I'm going to be talking about health again. So not all podcasts will be about health because Lifestyle Rich is all about enhancing your life without materials, focusing on um, the mind, the body, the soul, but health is a big aspect of it and um, it does impact a lot of our it does impact our life. So food is everything. We think about food all day, don't we? Like what we can have for breakfast, what we have for dinner. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I need a snack. So food does sort of dominate our life or we are dominated by food. Um, so, um, recently I've been getting into health quite a bit and I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist and I'm not a nutritionist. And I just want to make that clear um, for anyone who's listened to the, who's listening to this podcast or has listened to my last podcast. I just want to make that part clear. I'm just somebody that's a truth seeker, someone who's interested in finding out how we can be our best self. And being our best self is also to be healthy, right? So um, I kind of came on this journey and the way I got here was, um, like most people, I just wanted to lose weight. Like last lockdown... I sort of was like, I looked in the mirror, I wasn't happy and I didn't want to just sit there complaining. I, I knew I needed to make a change and I just uh, really struggled with how to do it. And I've always struggled with food. I've always had a battle with my weight. And uh, the more I learned about weight and trying to lose weight, I'd done it the way that we've been all engineered to believe that we need to cut all our carbs and just eat meat, do a keto sort of diet and exercise like crazy and we'll be into shape. And that's how we've been taught um, how to be fit and healthy. But it's actually much more than that. And for me, I wanted it to be a lifestyle change and not just a diet. Uh, So I invested a lot of time and money into learning about it, um, learning about plant-based stuff. Um, I even joined um, Transformation Health, and that really helped me because a lot I learned so much information, which I'm now able to sort of share with others uh, through Lifestyle Rich because um, health is, like I said, such a big thing. Um, so like most people, um, I've always struggled with my weight and I was just sort of really fed up with being addicted to food, addicted to bad foods. And I just was kind of, I don't like not being in control Uh, maybe I'm a control freak but I don't like not being in control of what I'm putting in my body and what I'm putting on my body and it was an addiction and I didn't ever see it as an addiction to food um but like we can easily identify oh you you're you're a smoker so you're addicted to nicotine you you drink you're an alcoholic you take drugs you're a crackhead like or whatever you're druggy but when it comes to food, we really don't identify certain habits and I wouldn't even call them, we wouldn't label them bad eating habits, but really we're addicted. And this is, and it upset me a lot. And I went through a lot of mental and emotional uh, warfare within myself and unsettling because I I found myself really struggling because I knew that this McDonald's is not helping me, it's not bringing me to my best self, it's, I feel like shit afterwards, and 
it, there's nothingness. It's no no nutrient no no nutrients. It's just empty calories that's making me and keeping me fat. And I was feeling awful whilst eating it, whilst queuing for it, whilst paying for it, the whole shebang. And I and I just felt like, why can I not stop this? So I really was able to identify it as an addiction. And I think if you're someone who's listening and is struggling with food, I would say to start identifying it like that because that way we can learn to manage it better and learn to find strategies to navigate the addictions. And don't feel bad for having this addiction because lots of the foods that we eat have been have chemicals in it that create that cause us to um, create dopamine meaning that they give us the sugar high like say when we have if you we if anyone has cocaine they get high we get that high when we eat certain foods it gives us that dopamine rush so our body wants more and when we are eating foods that make us release dopamine high high levels of dopamine healthy foods lack their shit in comparison to it so when we're trying to eat healthy we don't want to eat it because it doesn't taste as good but if we stopped eating the unhealthy foods the foods that are good for us start tasting amazing and they start we start tasting all the flavors um so yeah just um so i just wanted to sort of cover that and just let you know, like, for me, it was, it always started out as a weight loss thing. And the more I learned, and the more I've got into it, I'm much more concerned now with my health. And obviously, with this pandemic, and everybody stressing, and putting that energy out there that our health is, we're at risk of catching a virus. And I started to think, well, okay, well, is my body, is my body going to be able to fight this, if I get it, kind of thing? Am I, what is my health saying? So I've really got into health now and um, I've been doing lots and lots of research, listening to doctors. So anything I'm sharing with you, it's science and it's out there and research has been done. I don't make things up. I don't benefit from it. No, none of my listeners will benefit from it. So just want you to know that I'm not not chatting shit. (laughs) So um, yeah, so one of the main things in a book that I'm reading at the moment and this it's called the pleasure trap and i would really recommend it to anyone who is feeling addicted to food who has a struggle with it or who wants to just learn more but it's really really interesting uh, book and he speaks about the author speaks about that we live in excess and it's true we live in excess in all areas of our lives we buy too many clothes that we don't need we spend money that we don't on things we don't need but we buy lots of food we have we in an abundance of food like go to the supermarkets every shelf is fully stocked with everything we are we are we take it for granted to be fair um but we live in excess and we but we keep adding to things instead of subtracting and when I say that I mean that when we're ill we go to the doctors and they give us something they add to us put this in your body take these antibiotics put this cream on your skin do these things and that's because that's it's obviously a system that has been created to just cure or treat more than cure actually treat something rather than cure it so what we should be doing is when we are faced with anything like um, any reactions to foods any problems any um, deficiencies or whatever it is any actual real 
concerning health issues, uh, life-threatening health issues, we should start subtracting things that aren't good for us instead of just going, well, I can't be bothered to change anything about my life, so I'll just keep adding these things. And I'm going to talk a bit about antibiotics a bit later, just to give you some more info on that that I learned, which was shocking. So the author also says, like, our modern diets, our modern diet is artificially concentrated meaning because the food is so concentrated we're consuming way more than we actually need um when our bodies obviously um if you think about our ancestors we've come from our ancestors and their ancestors and we came from a diet where we'd eat whole foods and now we don't eat a lot of whole foods but our body hasn't changed that much so we're not adapting, our body's not adapting to these new processed foods, we're just getting diseases, we're just getting um, skin problems, we're just getting um, allergic reactions like celiac disease, we're getting diabetes, we're getting cancer, we're getting all these things, we're not actually, our body doesn't process these foods well because they're, they're concentrated, they're artificial like back in the day all plant foods were eaten in their entirety so like whole foods um so fiber was not damaged so most people are actually fiber deficient in modern society so a lot of people are lacking fiber in their diet and fiber is i would say probably like the most important nutrient that we need to be consuming it helps us digest things it helps with our digestive tract it helps with our gut health um and it helps us process everything in our body so a lot of us and I don't know why and it's because we've probably been engineered to think like this especially if you're a gym goer that protein is the be all and end all and that's the only thing we need in our bodies but it's not like protein is important of course but Uh, A doctor was saying once in a documentary I watched, she said, in all my years of practice, I've never met anybody that has a protein deficiency, no matter what their diet is. So no matter if they're vegan, no matter if they're full full meat, meat eater, whatever, they don't ever have a protein deficiency. It's really hard to be to be deficient in protein the only time I'd say you should care about protein is if you were trying to bulk up and get muscles but other than that let's not worry about having not a lot of protein if we are to move to like more of a plant-based diet um whereas fiber deficiency is actually like the most common thing and that's kind of scary like and it's so, so easy to get fiber if you're just eating enough fruits and stuff so fiber is removed from most modern processed foods so breads pastas um anything that's processed like um sugary foods cakes sweets it's removed so even though foods have like uh you know in like ribenas like are made from fruits for example made from real fruits all of those things that they say yeah okay I believe you Ribena you've put these black currants into your juice you've used them but in the process of doing that you've removed anything good that the blackberries do for our system they we've just left with the sugar of them so it's very important to be aware that like marketing strategies within the food industry can be very manipulating and that's why I always just say to everyone or anyone that would listen (laughs) is processed foods or any foods that are being sold as healthy I I would avoid 
like when I've in all years of my life and I like I said earlier I've had always had a weight I've always been battling with my weight and I used to have special K bars go ahead bars I used to be on a slim fast diet I've done it all I've literally done it all and all those things they don't do anything like they they might temporarily work but if you look at the ingredients they're filled with sugar but they don't call it sugar they call it fructose dextro dextrose glucose or or whatever other names fancy names there's so many names for sugar um so on that like anything that's processed or anything that's been marketed to us as healthy i don't know i feel like you'd never see an advert promoting a pepper would you or spinach because they are actually healthy we don't need to but these industries need to make people believe that they'll lose weight if they eat like a nature valley bar you know so um for the last past several decades like the modern diet has increased in animal fat animal protein veg fat refined carbs salts and sugars and i think that's pretty obvious like we've seen it like i remember when i was a kid the milkman used to come and drop off our milk sort of thing but now that they don't even exist do they i don't know maybe in a village or something in scotland but everything now is is so everything's fast everything's convenient and that's the way we've made it um so it's everything's increased and um meats for example they used to be consumed as wild game and then animals would have only 15 percent animal fat but now they're genetically engineered and growth hormone controlled and they now contain as much as 50 percent animal fat and i thought wow that's actually crazy and that's a lot you know like that much of an increase in fat and animal fat is obviously people no one really likes to eat the fat on the foods but the fat is in there and you cook with it and it's going in our body either way so i'm going to move on to gut health so i've spoken about fiber i've spoken a bit about protein which obviously like i said can't be deficient in so gut health is the is the most important and it's a part of the body we literally probably know nothing about we know all about our livers, our lung, the heart, everything. But what do we really know about the gut? And for me, I was like, I didn't really pay attention in school. So maybe I don't know it. Maybe everyone knows this, but I thought I would share it because there could be other people out here that don't know. So what the gut, so gut health. So what's our, what's in our gut? We have a gut microbiome and that is millions of microorganisms, which include bacteria, archaea, um, and fungi and they live in our di- in the digestive tracts of humans animals and insects and birds all of that stuff right um so bacteria microorganisms um you'll find them in absolutely everything that has life on this earth because obviously big bang started as one organism multiply multiply multiplied all of that stuff so inside our body there are millions and millions of microorganisms in our gut um so the way that I was I learned about the gut or what I've ever known is that you have good gut bacteria and bad back bad gut bacteria and that's it um like that's all I ever knew and the gut actually works with the digestive digestive system to help digest the foods that we eat so the gut is so important and the gut our gut health is a mirror of our diet and that's what research has shown that it's a mirror of our diet that whatever we eat that's what our gut is sort of 
help showing that's that's a reflection on our gut health um right next to the gut you have 70% of the immune system and it's separated by a wall which is as thin as a strand of hair so very thin and the gut communicates with the immune system as well as the other organs and our body can I just say our body it it communicates with us it tells us when we're in pain it tells us all these things and our, our gut is communicating with us it communicates with the brain the way it communicates with the brain is 90% of serotonin, which is the happy hormone, is made in the gut. And that, so whatever we're eating, and that sort of reflects back to my last podcast, we are the energy we eat. Our happiness, like what we're, what we're eating can affect our mood and affect our happiness. And I found since changing my diet, I am more happy. I'm happy for no reason, you know, like, and you, you have more life if, if that makes sense so uh, foods can really affect our mood it can uh, if we have a bad diet we're more likely to suffer from anxiety and depression and all these mental health problems so it's really important that we do also look after our gut health for those reasons not just uh, f- like physio physiology our mental stuff as well so it's in direct communication with our immune system now, they communicate very regularly on the daily, best friends, you know, like they talk to each other. So that obviously tells us that if our gut health is not doing good, what's our immune system saying? Is our immune system able to rely on the gut to help or can the gut, he- gut health help our immune system, if that makes sense? So Um, I'd recently done a post on Instagram and, uh, if you've seen it, you'll know what I'm about to say, but I was talking about viruses because viruses are microbes. Yeah. We have microbes in our body. Um, and it's, um, a micro something, micro predators. So it's a virus is one of those. Yeah. And, um, like, like when I say that, like it's a micro predator, like smallpox, chickenpox, the plague, all those things that are microorganism based. So like with this virus, with a virus, for example, if you, uh, what we do know is that it cannot live outside of the human body. That's why they're telling you like, wash down the surfaces, wipe down the surfaces, clean everything with anti-back, 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 because it can live on a surface, but it can't it can't live there for long. Um, but in our bodies, we are hosts and a virus goes round and it spreads around and it looks for a suitable host. Now, if your body is, if your immune system is good, if your gut health is good, you, the virus will go into your body and then it will get killed very quickly by all your powerful, good bacteria. However, if you're, um, if your gut health is not good and your immune system is quite, your immune compromised or your, your immune system is low and you don't even know, that didn't mean to rhyme there, but if that happens, then the virus is able to survive there and the virus is able to multiply and penetrate your whole body, you know, and that's why people are getting sick. And this was one of the biggest things that really upset me in this entire year of the pandemic was that the government, the doctors, the professionals, the psychologists, whoever, whoever, never ever mentioned how to improve our health. If anything, they told us ways to 
destroy our immune system, such as stay indoors, because going outside improves your health, improves your immune system, because you're breathing in fresh air and you're you're breathing in things and your body's fighting things off naturally and it's it's building your immune system and that's what we always do when we have kids. We say, oh, go go outside, go on, like you know what I mean, eat dirt off the floor, build your immune system, get it ready, get it get it strong. But they've told us to stay inside. They've told us to, you must wear a mask by law. They mandated something that stops us from breathing fresh air, which also impacts our immune system. So all these things that they've done is opposite to what we should be doing. And I won't go into it too deep, but like, um, well, what I think about that is it's um, a load of rubbish. It's not what we should be doing. And um, so where I stand with that is we need to take control of our own health because obviously they don't care because the studies show that masks are ineffective, but the, the studies show that our immune system can fight off diseases. And um, obviously you're, it just needs a host. So obviously there are some people that are immune compromised, which we have labeled them as vulnerable um and those people I don't know what their diet's saying so I don't know whether it's something that they are in have no control over but for me I do believe that any illness is caused by food and can be cured by food so every time we eat we're either feeding feeding a disease or a virus or we're um we're fighting it so it's really important that we when we do see that food is the direct link between our health, then it's easy to be like, well, you know what, if I didn't eat this, I probably wouldn't be sick or I probably wouldn't be tired. Um, So with our gut, we need, um, there's lots of uh, vitamins and uh, minerals and all these nutrients that we need every day. So like I said, we need fiber. We need other things. We need protein. We need magnesium. We need folate. We need vitamin D. We need zinc. We need all these things. Um, and we can get them from a variety of plant-based foods as well. And they are obviously the best ways to get them because they're from the source. Um, now, uh, what else did I want to say about the gut? So the gut, um, another thing that I found out, which was kind of shocking is antibiotics and their effects on the gut. So if you're on a course of antibiotics, and even if it's like a three-day course, when you take the antibiotics, what they do is they enter your system, they go into your gut, and they fight off everything, including good bacteria. So they will destroy all bacteria. So they're fighting the bad, which is great. Thanks, antibiotics. You're doing your job. You're fighting the infection. But you're also, they also eat the good bacteria, and it's because they can't distinct between the two. Now, when they destroy your good bacteria in your gut, it can take like two years for you to get that good bacteria back. Now, if you are on brand antibiotics and you're listening to this, make sure you are taking probiotics. Now, you can take probiotics by taking them as in the form of a tablet, if that's easiest for you, or eating foods that have probiotics in them, like lentils, chickpeas, and there's a few other foods. Making sure that that's part of your daily diet, so you're building back up your good um, good bacteria. And another shocking thing is that when you are prescribed antibiotics, and I know this because I've had antibiotics in the past years ago, and they never tell you, doctors never tell you that you should be taking probiotics as well. 
So uh, really important that if you are taking antibiotics, take probiotics as well. Now, um, obviously I've spoken a bit about gut health and it is so important like for our bodies, um, it communicates with everything. It communicates and it has an impact. So um, for me, I've suffered with a lot of, um, I've never had any real skin. Uh, health issues but I've suffered from skin conditions um I have a skin condition on my hand I cannot remember the name of it anymore I don't know why it's just gone uh but it's when you have like patches on your skin um I cannot remember the name really sorry uh but I have like white patches on my skin and it just came out of nowhere a few years ago and uh they kind of was like there's no cure and there's no we can't do nothing about it. And they offered me a steroid cream, which I denied. Um, and I've actually, and I was like, oh, wow, like, what is it? Like, why do I have this? Um, so that's actually been decreasing since I've changed my diet because I read about someone who had this all over their body. They moved, they changed their diet and it cleared. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. Um, I also used to always suffer from yeast infections on my skin like on my arms my face and that um and that's from eating too much bread but they never ever told me that instead they just gave me a disgusting cream to put on uh which sank <laughs> um so that's actually just because I have too much yeast in my system I'm not processing it and that's because I was living on Greg's at the time so that's another thing um and also with um the gut obviously we have our hormones as well so um if we have a hormone imbalance that can also be affected by the foods that we eat uh for me um i used to get really really bad menstrual pains uh during the cycle uh before the cycle i would be sometimes bed bound but um since i've been on this uh eating healthy and that's been well eating healthy or really reducing the amount of processed foods and not really not eating meat there was a spell where I started eating meat again but I've stopped again but I don't get any pains during that time of the month nothing I'm just a bit tired but that's it whereas previously I would be in so much pain so it's really important to know that um health our health is something we should care about and if you're not ready to care about it, that's absolutely fine, you know, like, it's always good to still learn and just listen and just see, like, there is other things that are important to know, it's important to understand that, like, these doctors, they don't know everything, because there are hundreds of studies published all the time, every month, with new information, and they don't read them, because they're qualified, like, they don't need to read them, and they don't have lots of hours of nutritional um, training and education. So it's really important to understand that, like, just because one doctor says something, maybe ask a different type of doctor who specializes in something else, who researches or has done things, because there's such a an abundance of information out there that we could be using to um, help improve our lives. Um, so anyway, like 
like I said, like I'm not perfect, nobody's perfect. And if you want to eat meat, like go for it, like do whatever is you, and that's absolutely fine. But just obviously, I would always say just try where you can reduce the processed foods because they are extremely bad for you. Um, and just try and make sure that even if you are eating whatever you want, that you're making sure that you're getting enough fiber, you're getting enough magnesium, zinc. B12 and B12 is something that people think just vegans need and vegetarians because they don't eat meat or animal products um but there you can eat meat and still have um B12 deficiency so I would always say to anyone just take a B12 anyway so yeah um I'm gonna stop here like I've said loads today I hope it's been um, helpful. I'm still on my journey. I'm still learning and I'm sure in the future I'll do another podcast about health and talk about it in a bit more depth. But just understand that, um, that not everyone that you think is, is, has your best interests and we should be empowered to be in control of our bodies, in in control of our health and in control of our future. And the way that we do that is by looking after ourselves and not, um, not taking every information as gospel. Like I like to say that. Um, so in the, in the information of this podcast, I will be putting some links to some really good resources and sources to find, because I always think, yeah, always do your own research, Uh, a few podcasts that I think are amazing, and some books that I've read, so yeah, um, so you can be directed towards that, Um, so as always, love and light, and please make sure you check out my blog, um, If and also follow me on Instagram, I'll put that in the link below. Um, my blog is at www.lifestyle-rich.co.uk. So thank you so much.